This message comes from NPR sponsor, Comcast Business. You face tough choices as a small business every day, but your internet and technology choice is easy. When you choose Comcast Business Internet, you choose the largest, fastest, reliable network, advanced security, and speeds up to 10 gigs available to the most small businesses, all from the most innovative company, Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary. Most innovative based on American Business 2021 Gold Stevie Award. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and a man who's gone by one name longer than half the WWE <laughs> roster, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you oh, doing as always I during the pandemic? No, 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 no. Well, well, you, <laughs> well, for the purposes of this, you know, you have, you know, more than one name. But again, you've gone by one name a lot longer than most of the people. Oh, man. I, <laughs> I would love to know the decision tree that goes in a man's head when he just says, I want to make this person's one like either either change their name entirely, or or no change their last or or no like because there have been instances where like they just change the name completely like Butch, I yes. don't know what Butch like I don't know like the guy's name was Pete Dunn he turned into Butch Butch because it fits <laughs> in well with the aesthetic you know so um yeah so for those of you who are not aware uh, WWE has a penchant for changing people's names um you know for character reasons and our merchandising reasons and things like that and they, they've they done it they did it multiple times on monday um to characters that, that we've seen several times before so um yeah so we'll talk about that at, at some point but we have a lot nah, more man, we had, no, man, this is a this is <laughs> this is a big week in, in, big week in the basketball basketball franchise's history right huge, now man. like huge week i feel like like if you took the last few playoffs, because I, I, I feel that, I feel like, I don't know, like, we've taken these playoff work for granted, because frankly, they have, they before this run, we, the Sixers didn't make the playoffs much. And if they did, they were bouncing the first round. So let's take a, a moment to say we're grateful to, like, I don't know, we actually watched good basketball for the last few years. However, that's it. I'm done with the good talk. Like, I usually there was something to hang your hat on. Like, I don't know. There was some sort of upward trend when you went, when they went to the playoffs. Last year, they had the number one seed. So, like, they had a good amount of juice, excuse me, covered with them. This year, I don't, what is juice in this team? What is, what is the Sammy Sosa of this team right now? That's a very good point. And we will talk about that because we will start off the show talking about the Sixers and their first round matchup with the Toronto Raptors. There's a lot of layers to this. Again, the Sixers not a stranger of facing the Raptors in the playoffs. We will not get into specifics of that one particular series on this show. On this show, but we will talk Sixers uh, Raptors uh, on the show. Of course, we will break down the rest of the NBA playoffs as they are set now. Now we're recording this before all the playing games and the playing tournament is done, so we will kind of kind of guesstimate what some of those one eight matchups are going to be. But we'll give you our best guess as far as who's going to who's going to beat who in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Of course. We have some football to talk about as well because we are a couple of weeks away from the NFL draft. April 28th is night one of the draft. We are very excited. Mel Kuyper just dropped another mock draft earlier this week. The top 30 visits are on and popping right now. Yes. Eagles, half of the 30 visits already locked in. We already know who the names are. We will run down some of those names on that Eagles pre-draft list. Shockingly, Uh, some involve quarterbacks. You said some involved quarterbacks? Indeed. Yes. Indeed. Yeah, to the shock of absolutely no one who follows the Philadelphia Eagles on a regular basis. Um, and, of course, we're going to give some love to, to the homie Tiger Woods for making the cut, for making Augusta very exciting for a couple of days uh, before a very less exciting weekend, thanks to both him and Scotty Scheffler, who kind of put things away by the end of Friday. So a lot to talk about on this edition of the Broad Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Line, the future. Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, my friend? No, let's just say the usual thank yous. Thank all of you guys out there for listening to us and supporting us all the time here, whether it's on 106.5 FM, Philly Cam Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, uh, YouTube Music, Spotify, Spreaker. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line. 
download or see your computer, your phone, your MP3-enabled device, listen at home or at work, or take us with you on the go 24-7, 365. Again, we're also on every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia uh, Radio in Philadelphia. You can listen to us if you're in Philly or if you're not in Philly, download the TuneIn app uh, or go to TuneIn.com, search for the Philly Cam Station. And again, every Saturday morning at 10 a.m., you will hear uh, Chris and I give you the latest and greatest in sports talk, both in Philly and outside of Philly as well. And while you're doing all of that, please do us a solid. Follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. We'll obviously be talking about some basketball this weekend. I will throw in some additional uh, talk about the a football, not American football, but but uh, English football. Um, not not a great week for the for the for the Blues for my guys out in Chelsea who lost in the second leg of the uh, the semifinal. Well, they won the game. This whole this whole Champions League thing is weird. The two legs and all this other stuff like that. However, incredible game. They won the game. However, they lost on aggregate because they didn't score more goals than the other team in the two games of the of the semifinal of the quarterfinal. We need to legs. get. We need it's to weird. get you. To, we need to get you a Chelsea game. That that has to be next to watching Young Rock and yes. and, and, and and Big Rock. You need to get to a Chelsea game because I feel that. Would you argue and say that you're more passionate about soccer than you are baseball? One thousand percent, one thousand percent. Like I, I, I will say, I will say, and for the again, for those who don't know, since some at some time early in the pandemic, I quasi adopted uh, Chelsea because basically there was no other sports on other than Korean baseball and, and you know Premier League soccer. So quasi adopted Chelsea. I can tell you, and this like, here's the thing about for those of you who don't follow English soccer. This is the hardest thing to kind of keep up with in the world. Like, imagine, Chris, imagine if the Eagles played once a week for, like, 38 straight weeks. Oh, no. (laughs) It's crazy. No, like, I'm surprised because I still remember this. Like, I don't know. Like, the the MLS championship was, like, the – I'm pretty sure it was the first week of December. The, The opener was, like, a month ago or six weeks ago. Like the soccer season is eternal, and that goes for Same. MLS. That goes, I think, that goes for every league, whether it's the Italian league, whether it's whether it's the Premier League. Like they just don't stop. It's it's pretty remarkable. And and then you got like I don't know, like this is not the episode to do this, but I know there's Premier League, there's Champions League, right. there's all these <clears throat> other leagues that like fit into the soccer league. Right. And I did like, and I and. I know that like some teams are in both because they're good, but like no, it, it's it's really fa- and and kudos to you for like this isn't like picking up I don't know wrestling pandemic like there's a lot of like I don't know there's relegation there's like I don't know yeah. all this crazy lingo, and then you got to remember that the game isn't that easy to follow like I, no. I, I mean sure like I I mean you could figure out like I don't know but. People always said, oh, there, there isn't any score. I've seen people get geeked the, the heck up about just, like, scoring chances. Like, scoring, like, not even, like, I don't know, goals. Scoring or, like, <laughs> a good pass. It's, right. it's pretty remarkable. And, like, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm too old to get a new hobby. Uh, so, like, I'll live vicariously through you and my other buddies who literally, like, I don't know, like, like, this is appointment viewing for them. Like I don't know, they are they're planning their Saturday around this because it's in the morning, and you're getting up at the crack of dawn. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be important for you to do that. It's really it's really hard. And like you said, I don't want to kind of you know go deep into it, but like you said, you know, if there's the regular league, which every team in the Premier League plays 38 games, so you play every other team twice, so. It's, Basically, but this is English. English. We're just talking about English. Yeah, just the English Premier. Just the English about, Premier League. We're not even talking about Roma, or we're not talking about <laughs> Bundesliga. Yeah, oh yeah, like, yeah. Look at you. Look <laughs> at you. Yeah, but but in between those thirty-eight weeks, like you said, like there's other competitions. So sometimes your team might play twice a week in other competitions, and then there's international breaks because your team can, you know, your team can be off because everybody has to go to their country and kind of play for their country. And then we have the World Cup coming up this year. I think the World Cup's in November this year because it's in it's in Qatar. So we had the World Cup this year. So we had like a four-week break for the World Cup. Then everybody's going to be kind of going soccer crazy. It's I'll just say this. 
if you are a fan, if you are American and if you are a fan of a soccer team that's not in America, it is a it is a commitment. Like if you really want to stay on top of it, it's it's hard, man. It's like it's really it's really hard to stay on top of it. No, because I would love to see one of those like diagrams that says like soccer, have a big soccer ball, and say like I don't know, these are the trees on the soccer because there's a lot. I mean, there are I'd say a a, a, almost a dozen soccer leagues around the world. Oh, there's way more. There's way more. No, so yeah, Yeah. no. Like (laughs) I, I mean, I know some people follow the Italian soccer league. I mean, I think people in general casually follow the MLS because it's American. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, Premier League, but I think it's, I, I mean, most people have found their favorite, their favorite club. Like, I don't, I don't know, much like you have, like whether through a friend or like, I don't know, through a club, like, I, I don't know, they saw like someone like, I don't know, do a cool move one month. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's not like people are like front running. It's not like Chelsea's like, I don't know this, like, I, I, I mean, some because I don't, I don't know how we went on this tangent, but I feel like I don't know, like, because I just remember as a kid or even in my 20s, Manchester Manchester United was like right. everyone knew who they were. Like, I don't know, it? maybe Ronaldo played for my, I don't know. Like, but, and, and, oh, Beckham. Yeah, no, because usually there's like a one iconic player that will, that will kind of reel people in. Like, I don't know. And, and then, like, I don't know. I don't even know who Liverpool, like, no, like, I don't know. And then you had like the Roonies, like, I don't know that follow, like, I, I mean, mm-hmm. you just have these names that like, I don't know, people just will follow be like, Oh, I like Wayne Rooney. He'll like, I, I don't know. No, like, I don't know. Test like, no, like, I don't know. Like, like verification. So it's like, I like Wayne Rooney. So I'll, I'll root for these guys. There you go. No, it, it really, it really is. So again, not to get off on this tangent, but I'll be talking a little soccer. But uh, I Chelsea, feel that, oh, yes. sorry, Roy, just to close yeah. this out, I feel a lot of America, like a lot of Americans, can easily pick up Chelsea because of I don't want to screw his name up. The uh, Christian Pulisic is that as I that's, say that's that's good enough. Again, people okay. people say it different way. I think I think that's the actual way um, you should say it based on where he's from. Um, people say Pulisic, but I think that's Americanized. Um, okay. But I think it's the it's, it's actually Pulisic. But yeah, but, but but he's a local kid. He plays on Chelsea. Um, he's decent, but it is what it is. But I'll be tweeting about that Saturday. Of course, you'll be talking about basketball. What else? What else you got uh, going on this weekend? I'm gonna learn how to make an entrance video for WWE. Like, I, like I'm ah. trying to figure this out because they have this encoding thing where I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to make a custom entrance for Cody Rhodes because they don't have okay. it yet. So I, I, so I took an icon that I'm gonna like. I don't know. Put some, put some splash on it, and like I don't know. Like we're just gonna have that in, like, like on the jumbo truck. Excellent. So yeah, so follow him on the Twitter machine again at SKD215. But it will be mainly basketball because I, I mean this is a pretty weird weekend to start because you got Easter weekend. Usually, right. like I don't think it starts this week. I don't recall. Not usually. So, well, Easter yeah. jumps around a lot, so yeah. Yeah, and, and and I mean, like, I don't want to say you got elite matchups. You got one elite matchup, really elite. Like I I mean, like this could argue, like, I mean, like the Nets are box office, and like I don't know, like so, like, I think people are, are, are downplaying the Celtics. The Celtics are real good. I think they've been the best team outside of the Suns for the last three months. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a bagger. And then, like, I don't know, you got the local basketball team, which I feel there's no momentum. Like, I I, I mean, I just feel like I don't know this season when February the tenth or whenever that Harden trade came up, we were like Jones for the playoffs. We were like, can't wait, Bart Scott boys. And now we're just like, oh great. <laughs> let's fire like let's get the season over so we can fire doc rivers like I, I feel that's like the prevailing thing like i don't know like and one i like i just don't know like i don't know like what's the how did we get here like i like is this just did we i, I guess the the moral of the last two months is did we expect too much from james hard well let, yeah let, let's set this up so the sixers are playing the raptors four versus five in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. By the and way, the, kudos yes. to the Raptors. They were like playing mode like a few weeks ago, and 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 then due to the Cavs just falling off the cliff. And kudos to Nick Nurse. New, Nurse is probably a top three coach. They played a lot of the last, last leg of the season without two of their best players, and they're ascending. And they 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 possess a lot of matchup issues for the Sixers. Yeah, and and the the Raptors, like you said, you know, like you know, looked like they were kind of sliding down, uh, or going to slide down the Eastern Conference um, playoff ladder, and they had a couple injuries down the stretch as well. 
um, but they fought through it, you know, got the five seed. Um, and again, this is a very intriguing matchup for the Sixers who, like you said, you know, I think we kind of overestimated what we thought we were going to get with James Harden. The trade went down on the deadline day, February 10th. You know, we thought James Harden and Joel Embiid were going to, well, a lot of us, I'm going to kind of put everybody in the same box, thought that Joel Embiid and James Harden were going to come and just destroy the world and, you know, kind of, you know, take, you know, take no prisoners. And we thought um, they were after the first week. Yeah. And then yeah, James Harden came out the gate. Averaging like 27, 8, Remember 12 that or something game? crazy. Remember that Madison School, that game against the Knicks? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I, 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 look. Where the hell did that shit go? So, look, we, we all thought it was going to, you know, going to go down like that. It didn't quite happen like that. The Sixers, again, slid to the four seed um, in a very contested Eastern Conference. And, again, they, they're, play, they're facing the Raptors team. They've lost two, three times this year, three out of four times this year. Two of those games, the last two games, came without – Fred Van Vliet and OG Ananobi um, to those games came with James Harden. And in those games, Joel Embiid played 74 minutes. And in that time, the Sixers outscored the Raptors by 15 points. He sat for 22 minutes. And in that time, the Raptors outscored the Sixers by 25 points. So it's clear that without Joel Embiid on the floor, this is a very difficult matchup for the Sixers. It's a matchup, of course, a little bit more difficult by not having Matisse Thibel in the lineup for the Toronto games, which we'll talk about in a second, uh, due to his vaccination status. For those of you who are who are curious, let's kind of get this out the way. If you want to watch these games, they're all on NBC Sports Philadelphia. You don't have to bounce around to ESPN or TNT and all that good stuff. They're all on ESPN, uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia. Uh, the schedule, Saturday tonight, 6 p.m., Monday, 7.30, Wednesday at 8 it's on NBA TV, but again, it's also on NBC Sports Philadelphia. And Saturday at 2 p.m. So Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, the first four games. The other games, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, if necessary, of course, we'll, you know, we'll figure that out um, by the time we get to next weekend. Um, let me ask you this one question before we kind of get into this, the whole discussion about this. Clearly, Joel Embiid is the best player on the court. Who's the second best player? Again, you're on you're on mute. So I, oh, I hope oh, I, I really hope you said James Harden, but I didn't hear you. No, oh, oh no, you know who it is? Pascal Siakam. Okay, who's the third best player? You want my answer? <laughs> give me, give me an honest answer. All right, so all right, so let's talk about it. And Van Vliet's a little banged up. If this, if a team has two of the three best players on the court, that gives them an edge, right? I think the I, I think for me, if you tried to rationally talk this series through, I think eighty out of a hundred times you're taking the Raptors. I don't know, like I don't know, like eighty really have, yeah, yeah, like really? even okay. ESPN had them at fifty two percent to win the series, and like the only thing that's keeping the, the just Dolan Bead's going to need to be the best player on the court. At all times, oh, and like yeah. I and like you're gonna need to, I don't know, like I, don't, you'll need to build a lead with him, and just prepare for like the non Embiid minutes. Or, frankly, you're gonna need you know the fourth best for the third, the third or fourth best player in the series to be good. I, I, I mean, like in the last six weeks, James Harden hasn't given you any indication that he could carry a team. I like I just don't like I, I don't it it it's bizarre. Like I don't know like is he hurt? Is he old? I don't like I, I mean is he giving you playmaking? Yeah. You know who was too? Ben Simmons. <laughs> so yeah, but Ben I, I Simmons mean, like, wasn't here, so you like no, you replaced no, nothing with a playmaker. What, what we're not gonna do is move the goalpost. We asked for a superstar. Mm-hmm. We tra- supposedly traded for one. James Harden by any definition, has not been a superstar, period. And and is it reasonable to expect that he will be all of a sudden in the playoffs? Because you're going to need – you need James Harden to be a superstar to win the series. According to Doc Rivers, James Harden's hamstring is not bothering him. It's not an issue. So if you want to believe that, and we have no reason not to, the, the, the ham, he is not injured. He is fully healthy and 100%. So then he's just told. So, yeah, so if that's the case – then we just have uh, a 80% version of what we thought we were, we're getting. I don't, what, I don't know what number you want to put on it. 
this is not this is not the James Harden that I thought the Sixers were going to get no, back in February. No, 10. no, no, and a reasonable expectation. This isn't like say we no one asked or no one reasonable asked for Houston Harden. Right? Did I want a a facsimile of what we saw last year with the Nets before he like popped his hamstring? Oh my god! <laughs> like no, I feel like I don't like it, it's just. I feel like this is going to be a lingering thing with James Harden. Like, I don't know if, if he's on your team and I don't see a reason why Daryl Morey, who by all accounts is like thinks of him as a son is going to say, yeah, like who moved like heaven and earth to get this guy is going to say, no, we're not going to out even like he, like we're not going to give him an extension. Like everything says James Harden is going to be on this team for two more years. So are you okay? Like this is, but are we okay with 75% James Harden this so, season and next? So just, just for reference, so for la- his last year with the, with the Nets, Harden uh, averaged 24.6 points per game, um, 11, 11 assists, eight and a half rebounds, shot 47% from the floor, 36.5% from three. All right. Now with the Sixers, his average is going down to 21 points per game, um, about the same number of assists, 10 and a half. Um, his rebounds have gone down significantly to 7.1, shooting 40% from the floor and 32 and a half percent from three. This is not sustainable. This is not feasible. I mean, well, I mean, maybe it's sustainable for him, but if you get that James Harden, the team's going to get popped in the second round in the next two years. And then what, then what do you do? No, like if, if, if he gives you that in, in this series, mm-hmm. are you, I guess there are two things. What do you think Daryl Morey will do? And what we would, what do you do? Like do in, this, you just, in this series? No, like if 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 he gives you that, do the Sixers win the series? Yeah, they they win the series. I I really think I really think they like they win the series in six. Just basically, I don't say regardless of anything. I think they win the series because I just think that Joel Embiid will, based on past history, will just will this team to a series to a series victory. I do. I I'm just going on chalk. That like I don't know. There are rare that upsets happen, and the team with the best the best player will win. If if Embiid is and by all accounts has been an all MVP caliber player all year, you gotta prove it again. You're gonna have to you're, you're gonna have to put this entire team on your back again because mm-hmm. you didn't think again you got a, a co-star again. Like I, I I mean like at some point you're gonna not you're gonna have to get this right. And do you trust next season that just an off season of rest and training? Will get James Harden better? Well, instead instead of a seventy, you're going to get an eighty-three percent at James Harden. Do I trust it? I mean, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if there's any other option. I mean, I think it's like I think you go as far as you like. Look, we all know this team ain't winning the title this year. We get it. You figure out what you got this year. Figure out. I mean, obviously these guys can play together. I mean, I don't think that's a problem. The, the problem is that you, the guy you thought was going to be a superstar can't drive past anybody to get to the basket. Like he's like doesn't have the athleticism you thought he was going to have. But if you're me, if you're you, if you're Daryl Morey, I don't know if you have any other option than to just roll this back out next year. I mean, you know, tweak the margins, obviously. We'll talk about that later. But I don't think no, you have any I, other option I, to roll this back no, out and see think, what happens. Uh, no, I think before we thought that you didn't need to build around James Harden. He was, like, I don't know, he was he was versatile enough and superstar enough where, like, you didn't need the pieces around. The pieces would fit regardless. Right. Unfortunately, the pieces do not fit. And you're going to need to assist Harden, which is unfortunate. But it's like, so that means whether it's trading with T. Seibel, whether it's, I don't know. Like, you got to, if you want to maximize this duo, you everything, and I mean everything's got to be on the table. And I know people don't want to talk about trading, like, I don't know, like, like, I don't know, like, everyone's favorite basketball player. But, man, like, you're not doing Joel Embiid right if you don't, do everything in your power to maximize this. Like, if you're no, and like, there's nothing saying that they're gonna they're gonna part ways with James Harden. Like, and I don't think Jay like, and James Harden's not gonna force his way out again. Like, I, I mean, like, he already knows that Pete. Like, the, like I don't know, he doesn't look great. So I think he, I believe he thinks in its best interest to like I don't know work this out next year. You're you're gonna get one more year out of this dude. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. relatively Pete. Then after that, the way that next season goes will dictate what kind of James Harden you get the following season. 
Right. But even even this version, this iteration of James Harden should beat or should help you beat the Toronto Raptors. Um, That's it. I don't know. But I don't, can, yeah. can you well, win two rounds? Well, let's let's talk can about you? this round. Let's just talk. Let's just talk okay. about the Toronto series right now, because I, I, I think this team is fine. I know people might have some issues, well, not issues. I think people might have questions about um, whether Tyrese Maxey is ready for the moment. Um, he seemed ready for the moment last year. Um, when he got a chance to 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 shine in the playoffs, and then he didn't get a chance to shine again in Game Seven against the Hawks. So I'm not worried about Tyrese Maxey. Um, I'm obviously more concerned about the other quasi star that starts on this team um, again because he. I don't. I'm not going to say he's. He needs to. He needs to play up to the levels contract. Let's put it like this: Tob- Tobias Harris <laughs> needs to be needs to be the dude who sits in the corner and hits those threes or hits that mid range jump shot and gives you 16 to 18 points every single night. Can I can they win without that? I guess, but again, we need superhuman effort out of Maxi and, and Harden and Embiid. So let's make it easier on these dudes, Tobias, and kind of do your thing. That's all. That's my to me, that and the bench, Tobias and the bench are my two biggest concerns. No, mine is Harden and Matisse. And like because okay. I don't know how in games three, four, and six, how like if you can't score 120. Because you're going to need to score 120 because you ain't be able to stop anybody. Right. How do you get a stop? No, th- there isn't anyone on the team. You know what, yeah. man? Yeah. I, like, I really, like, I don't know. Like, I know that, like, I don't know. History says, like, I don't know. There aren't any, like, chalk. Like, I don't know. It's usually chalk in the playoffs. Man, I'm really, I'm, <laughs> I hope well, no four one's five's a coin flip anyway, but. Uh, I hope no one's no sixes fans because, you know what? I'm gonna say it, and I don't. I'm not confident in it. But if, but if you ask, if you put the super circuit in my head like Wendy Chu did, I'm, I'm gonna say Raptors in seven. Really? I, I'm not. I, like, I promise you. I promise you, the Raptors will not will not win this game in seven. Will they win the series in seven? I promise you. <laughs> no, I think that's <laughs> oh, because I'm pretty sure you. you, you no, I'm no, pretty no, sure no, this no, city no, will no. burn. I yeah. No, this 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 team. Like I, I'd be more if you told me Raptors in six, I'd be like, all right, I, I'd be more, con- I, I'd be more convinced than that. Like if, if the Sixers just get punched in the mouth in all those Toronto games, then it's like, all right, I get it, whatever. Like it happens, you know, you're shorthanded, or whatever. This team, if this goes seven, this team is not losing Game Seven here. They're not. And I know, I, I know the Raptors have beaten them here multiple times this year. Did it? I get it. It ain't gonna remember, happen. Remember? It ain't gonna happen. Remember again. last year? It's not. It's not. Well, I know, but no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. There is history with this Raptors team. Like there is history. That that's the that's the thing. There wasn't history with that Hawks team. There's history with this Raptors team. Like this Raptors team made like this Raptors team made basically made Joel and be the guy he is today. Like we saw that we saw the meme of him walking down in the locker room crying. We saw that. And that that's what got, what got him in the gym. That's what got him a pure sucker fitness. And the, he is the man today because of what happened in that Raptors series. That is not happening again in Game Seven. If you want to say game six, that's fine. Like I, I, I get it. I understand. Because again, if you lose one of these first two games at home, this series is a problem. Like if you go, to, if you go to Toronto one-one, I don't know how good it's yeah, going to look. Yeah, you know what? Back here. I, I don't. changed my mind. I changed my mind. Raptors in six. Okay, that's, no, I, I, that's no, fair. I just, I just feel that like I don't know. Like it's so like I know they have the massive, the massive advantage with Embiid, and I don't even know who who guards them. Scotty Barnes, Siakam. I don't know. They got nothing. They got nothing. No, they don't have yeah. anything. Yeah, no. But who's who, like the Sixers are so deficient with individual team defense and just no individual defense and team defense. You, I mean, James Harden's a below average defender. Terrence Max is too young to know how to play defense yet. Tobias Harris is a passable defender. <laughs> like I, like I don't know. Yeah. Like, who's like? Who's stopping a penetration with three with a minute left? Like if, if Thibel and the X factor, other than Thibel being available, not even in the Hawaii games, is being available in the home games because he frankly hasn't been playable a lot recently in in close games. Regardless, so yeah, yeah. no, you I saw the know. you saw the get the game the other night when Danny Green started, and uh, I think it was the, when when Thibel came off the bench. And uh, well, the, well, the game after the game in Toronto, um, when Thibault was, was eligible, they started Danny Green again, and I think Thibault played like 15 minutes, like got a shot off, didn't score, like he was just kind of out of sorts. And it's like, 
This no, dude's do like, you bro. think that this vaccination thing has put him on the outs? On the outs as far as like just rotation, man. Like I, I feel that like they're kind of not phasing him out, but I mean, I feel like Danny's gonna get most of these. Is gonna get the crunch time minutes, and the as the question after that is, do you want Danny Green having the crunch time minutes? Well, let's just before we get into that, and that's a, that's a good point. Before we get into that, let's just kind of um, for people who don't know, Matisse Liable ineligible to play in the games in Toronto um, due to his vaccination status. Um, in Toronto, you need to be fully vaccinated in order to play. Um, Matisse Thibel, uh got one dose of the Pfizer back vaccine, I believe he said, during the playoffs last year. Um, uh, he was under the impression that, you know, he was going to get vaccinated because he was under the impression that um, if he was fully vaccinated, he couldn't get the disease and transmit it to other people. But he learned that wasn't the case, so he didn't get the second shot. Look, obviously, the, the school systems failed him you know, all across this country, whether wherever he lived, um, even the University of Washington failed him because that's not how vaccines work, but that's neither here nor there. Um, if I'm Doc Rivers, I probably just played, I just probably just played time. Like Danny Green just gets those minutes. And unless, unless something goes haywire and I got to put, you know, Matisse back in the starting lineup, because I don't want to, like, you don't want to go back and forth with lineups. So, so I think Danny so, Green is your, so really, your starting small forward. Do you, uh, do you think this is the final straw in the in the trustability or the trustworthiness of Matisse Thibel for this for this postseason, yeah, I think I think I think Danny Green just is your starting small forward, and he's the guy that you roll with, unless for whatever reason you that you can't. Um, yeah, no, because again, like you're not going to flip flop these dudes. So, and Danny Green, I mean, Danny Green's capable. He's old, not you know. I mean, he's Danny Green. I mean, one out of three games going to give you you got a good scoring game. You just don't want to get burned the other two. Um, so yeah, so Danny's the guy. And uh, yeah, I don't want to say he's out of the rotation or he's like not trustable, but obviously he's not the guy that you you wrote you know you wrote with before. But like you said before, even before all this stuff, George Niang was closing games out for this team. Yeah. George Niang again, if Danny Green's hot, he'll probably be the closer. But if he's not, it'll probably be Niang again. So Danny, I mean, so Thibault wasn't even your closer. Um, so yeah, so how many minutes does he but, get? But Roy, doesn't this deplete an already depleted bench? So now, what bench production do you have now? That's the, and that's the other problem because again this bench is already thin, and now you're you know Danny Green is your starter now because Matisse Thibel is you know is Matisse Thibel, he's not going to give you offense off the bench. Jordan Yang's going to be Jordan Yang. It is what it is. So again, you're going to be overly you know overly concerned or overly reliant on guys like Shake Milton, Furkan. I don't even know who the you know the other wing guys. Furkan, Isaiah Joe, whoever is you know pick your man out, and then. Of course, the the, uh, the the current Twitter beef of the week, who is your backup center, whether it's Paul Reed or whether it's the basically useless DeAndre Jordan. Now, DeAndre Jordan's not going to give you any offense, so I assume it's going to be Paul Reed, but who the heck knows? But, again, can you count on Paul Reed to give you a solid six and four in a six-minute run or whatever it is, you know, backing up Joel Embiid? No. <laughs> so it's a mess, man. It's not – it's not – it's, look – there was someone, and I'm sorry, I'm, I know I'm rambling, but there was someone who said, you know, and you've, you've seen this before, there's certain teams that are built for 82, and there's certain teams that are built for 16. This team ain't built for either one. Like, this team's totally constructed for both. No, and, and, and one, they're, for some reason, I know that he got rid of Al, and he got rid of Josh, and he traded for Harden, but the reason why this roster is in shambles is because of the great GM. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything when he punted. He basically punted on the season. And, like, and like he should have done more last offseason other than give you George Niang and Andre Drummond. But mm-hmm. he was too busy plotting and scheming to get James Harden that he forgot. And at the deadline, could have packaged a couple seconds. Heck, even a one. I don't care. But in his mind, I think it was a sign that said he doesn't think this team is ready. I like, I feel that like I don't know if he thought this team was ready, that he would have made the moves. He, I feel that this is just a year of transition. I don't know how you can see that with a guy like Joel Embiid, who, who's nothing is promised. So, yeah. I don't, I just, I just don't feel the urgency. Like I don't know from Daryl Moore. Like he's like he got you James Harden. That's great. He hasn't lived up to expectations. That's not great. Mm-hmm. So I don't like 
if if the GM's not all in, then how can how can fans be all in when you see a stacked East? I think, and again, I'm, I'm not going to, I'll just play devil's advocate for this. I, I think, and we, we will never forgive him, or I'll say never, but you should never forgive him for what happened in the offseason. But that said, I think Daryl Morey was probably under the impression that a lot of people were that, all right, let's get the superstar and then figure it out. All right. So do the hard work, put the hard thing up front. Let's do the hard, because again, the hardest thing to do is to get a superstar. You got the superstar. You sure you got one? Well, that's the thing. Like he did the hard thing. No, no that's the problem. <clears throat> because of course there has to be a swerve in this law and order episode. Like, like, no, like, I don't know nothing. Like I should have thought, I should have saw this a mile away. We should have said, you know what? This is the Sixers are like the SVU of like, I don't know, basketball team. If you think something is ideal, Captain Craig is going to end up like, I don't know, with a dead body. And yes. like, I, like <laughs> I, I feel that like, I don't know, like, we got too complacent, man. We thought that, like, it was in the bag. We thought that we had a superstar. And, frankly, because I don't get complacent. I usually sleep with one eye open when it comes to the Sixers. I let my guard down. And you know what? I woke up with a dead body next to me. And I don't, like, like <laughs> I wish I could take it back because this is all, like, we could spend this eight million ways, man. This playoffs is all about James Harden. Like, this is a referendum on James Harden. Like, if James Harden is anything close to what we think, he could carry us. He could get us two rounds. I'm yeah. serious. Yeah. But you want, you want him to But if he's just, I don't know, me with a beard, like, I don't know, he, like, he can't, like, he can't get by average defenders. How's he going to get past long and athletic guys? Like, this is, like, I don't know, like, this, like, remember – in the Houston days where he would just exploit matchups, there's no exploiting because no one's afraid of them. No one's a, no one's afraid of one move or the other, whether it's like, no, and I think the reason why his shooting is, has been bad is because the teams are playing way up on him. They don't, right. they don't, they don't trust him or they don't think, and they're, and they're thinking, right, that they, he can't beat him off the dribble. Yeah, no, you, when you have a guy, and again, he's going to, face Scotty Barnes. He's going to face guys like Ananobi. He's going to face guys like Siakam. You know, Van Vliet, they'll, probably just, hide. they'll probably just hide Van Vliet on Danny Green, and that's fine. It's whatever. Like, this dude's going to have a, lo- a hard time getting his shot off. Like, he is. Like, it is what it is. Um, I, and I and I know all that. I, I get all that. And there's a lot of reasons. You know, like we watch just about every Sixers game. We can, we can kind of pinpoint the specific reasons why the Sixers will have a very difficult time in this series. I think that the will of Joel Embiid is just going to take over the series. He's going to give you 37 and 16s, and you, their Sixers are going to win in six games. I, that's that's all I got. No, because <laughs> no, because really, that is the only chance the Sixers have. It's the only chance. Like I, I mean, um, unless Maxi goes God mode and right. scores and scores 25 a game, like hmm. like un, unless Joel Embiid gives you 35 and 14, you're going to need someone that just to step up to be like to like be twice the player exception base, whether it's right. like yeah like it's not gonna be tobias harris let's just eliminate yeah. that you're gonna need like no like you're gonna need maxi to be like the he was in that first week with hard 25 like because really like that is like you were you could have won two crap crap you could have won three rounds if you had that maxi that trio but i, I mean like maxi's still learning but you're gonna need like if Harden can't can't I don't know hold his end up. You're gonna need Tyrese Maxey to clean up for him. Sorry, and I I'm not sure he could I'm not sure he could do that against this team because man they're long. Mm-hmm. And, and if the Sixers do get past the Raptors again, they have a date probably have a date uh, with the Miami Heat, the one seed in Miami Heat. Um, TBD on who the Heat are gonna face. Um, but to be honest, I'll, I'll tell you straight up. I'm a little bit more matchup wise, a little bit more concerned with Toronto than I am with Miami. Um, I'm not saying it'll be easier series or, or harder series, but as far as just just like matchup matchup wise and being yeah. shorthanded with Matisse Thibel, um, again, like Toronto gives you a little bit of a problem. Now, now I don't think I you, don't, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, sorry, Roy. I don't know though. And for a team that has Joel Joel Embiid and James Harden, I'm more concerned about their offense in the playoffs. 
because I because with with Harden just just no no one no one being afraid of him like that kind of just like I don't know will he be able to get stuff in the pick and roll yeah but the reason why he got James Harden was to like drive and not play the foul like and drive and had the potential to score like I don't know like he is not. He's not good at the game like that. He's not. Like, I don't right. know. It is painful to watch this man drive. So so Chris thinks it's going to be Raptors and six. I think it's going to be sixes and, I, and I, six. I'm not comfortable with that either. But if you mm-hmm. just – but but if you just – if you sat me down and said, you know what, you outline, do your basketball thing and say, here are the matchups. If I'm saying all the stuff about the Raptors, I'm, I'd be – Fugazi to say, oh, but the six like because really the only thing that that the Sixers have is MB. Like it's the superstar Correct. factor. But yeah. the depth, the length, the crunch, like I don't know how the coaching. This teams yeah, well yeah. Well, like I, I don't know. Like I, I mean it's hard to coach when you have one foot out the door. Like I feel that like I don't know. This is another underlying thing, another the major underlying factors. I'm not sure how engaged this coach is right now. I, I mean, like he—he's talking to reporters like he's just trying to just—he's already pat. He looks like he might be taking a couple of things, extra things, when he leaves for work, like leaves home, leaves for home every night. He's like, yeah, you know what? That plant, I'm gonna take that plant home tonight. <laughs> no, I, I like, I and that's you can't do it. Like the Sixers team is not good enough to win in spite of their coach. Right. They're, they're not. Right, right. Yeah, they're not good enough to win in spite. Of the coach, and as Chris mentioned, Doc Rivers, um, he's already been linked to to uh, the pot. Well, the the actually currently open Lakers job. Now that Frank Vogel's out, but again, I've heard Nick Nurse. But I mean, I don't see why Nick Nurse would leave the Raptors to go to the Lakers unless they gave him the biggest bag of money ever. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's yeah, so the Sixers kind of need everybody kind of all engaged for this this Raptors series. Um, let's kind of just run down the other series in the East real quick. I think the Heat win. I don't think, I don't think whoever they play, whether it's the Cavs, Hornets, or Hawks. Um, the Bulls and the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to win that series. I think the series that you were alluding to, the 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 kind of the, the crown jewel of the Eastern Conference playoffs, <clears throat> excuse me, the first round anyway, is the Celtics Net series. So we're going to finally see uh, Kyrie back saging the Boston Garden once again. Uh, the Boston Celtics, as you said, probably one of the better teams in the NBA over the past, um, I'd say, two months, three months. This is going to be a really, really fun series. Um, this is appointment viewing. I think the Celtics win. I think it's going to be a fun six or seven games. Oh, 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 no. And one, just put it down for game three, baby, because he's back. He's back. I'm, I was wrong. I you were was wrong. to be wrong. You were wrong. You know what? The mm-hmm. green guy giant himself. Talk about gonna, it. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, like, I, I mean, at least he's trying to make something of his life, I guess. I don't know. Ben Simmons was allegedly, according to reporter, according to a report from Scoop B of Valley Sports, <laughs> according to that report, one player on the Nets told Ben Simmons, quote, quote, make something happen in your life. And then earlier this week, Ben Simmons hopped on the Instagram and he had the smoking, the smoking uh, yes. emoji. <laughs> oh, and so you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen? You know what that means? The man's back in the lab, ready to go. That that is that is his bat signal. Like that is the first time he must have posted an Instagram story in months. 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 First time go chase him I, off the internet internet. Now he's back. But I mean it couldn't happen at a at an more less ideal time. I mean, because the, the if, if there's one team that you definitely if you're Ben Simmons, you don't wanna come basically cold as ice in. It's the playoff series against a team that you've had nightmares about for years. Not just not just 2018, 2019, 2020, and 20. Like, no, like I like I don't like people that are thinking Ben Simmons is gonna make this huge impact. I would say maybe if it was a different opponent, but I'd against the Celtics, man. And one, even Doka coached this dude. Mm-hmm. So you don't think this guy has this this team prepared to be like, you know what you do? You see Ben Simmons and you, and you'll run 10 feet away from him. <laughs> no, I mean, like, and one, 
I watch the Nets. Nets are a good team. But you know what? I it's pretty it's pretty crazy to think that a guy who hasn't played in almost a year could be better than Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown's right. a very like I mean like he shooting forty seven percent from three. Is that guy like one? Is this guy like people are saying? Oh man, if Simmons can shoot free, we're still playing this if game. If 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 this is a Janet Jackson song. No, I, I mean I need to see <laughs> this in real life. I need to see him hold the ball, not not wearing like green leather pants or shorts, not like I don't know what sunglasses. No, I, I mean we like once again. The idea, it's like Doc Rivers. The idea of Ben Simmons, the player, is a lot, lot better than the actual player at this point. Like, it's like Doc Rivers. I mean, people are still reaching for 2008 Doc Rivers. That's done anything. Ben Simmons isn't going to come back from 10 months of not doing anything basketball-wise and just show up in the playoffs against maybe the, arguably the best defense in the NBA and just start cooking dudes like fake family like, like <laughs> come on like like I, I i would name like i can name like maybe six guys who i'd say you know what they cannot play nba basketball for 10 months and just show up in the playoffs like it's a really good defense and then just regain like an all-star caliber form it's hard to do for anybody much less a dude who hasn't done it in 10 months ben Simmons, and, yeah and the last time we saw him he was broken broken, broken. yeah so like don't and, expect like, much no one's saying he's not even still broken yeah, don't expect much, folks. Like, don't expect, don't expect much out of this too. If if even plays, do not expect much. No, um, I, I, I yeah, would not be surprised because like they keep saying like I don't know, like, like later, like I don't know, like they're trying to like I don't know hold off. But I mean, it's like, do you really think it's in Benson's best interest for him to start his first game in ten months? I gave five. <sighs> See, the only the only reason why I pause on that is because again. A very, a very important quote that we heard this week: "Make something happen <laughs> in your life." And so, if he doesn't show up at all, and he can show up, then the teammate who said, "Make something happen in your life," might hold a little bit of a grudge against the man. And then, do you again, think going forward, do you think Ben Simmons is feeling pressure right now? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, and that's, and that's the only reason why I said, you know what, maybe. He might show up for a game four or a game no, five, but I think even though it's not his question, best for him. Ben Simmons acknowledging the pressure. I think he is for the first time in his life that knowing, you know what, I need to not play video games right now, and I need to practice. No, I, I feel that, like, I don't know, maybe he had a come-to-Jesus moment, and, like, someone who wears number seven and wears a seven hat <laughs> at press conferences. I don't think it's him. Some, I don't think it was him. I don't think it was I, I mean, this is the same guy that told Bruce Brown to basically shut up. Like, no, like, I mean, like, this one, you can't go at this. Like, I, I mean, this is the same guy that that loves ball. He just he just wants to hoop. Yeah. And when he see you don't want to hoop, he's going to tell you, you want to hoop or you don't yeah. want to hoop. Yeah, that don't work. That don't work for, for one <laughs> Kevin Durant. That doesn't work for that. Um, let's talk about the, the Western Conference uh, matchups. There's one series – I am going to stay up late for, or try to anyway, because I'm old. My favorite series, Grizzlies, Timberwolves, John Morant, Anthony Edwards. I don't care about those other series. Warriors, Nuggets is cute. Uh, Suns, whoever's cute. Mavericks, Jazz. If Luka Doncic plays, is cute. If not, that's trash. I'm here for Grizzlies, Timberwolves. Yeah, no, that's the only series that, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, like, once again, the first round of the NBA playoffs is kind of crap. Like, but it's been oh, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. ever. Like, I yeah. don't know. So let's just like I don't know. Let's enjoy. Let Let's enjoy the Sixers series. Let's enjoy, uh, Grizz T Wolves, and let's enjoy uh Nets Celtics, and let's get this in the second round because that's when that's when the good stuff happens, man. Like I don't know. I still. I still have no idea. Like I don't know. Like I know who I like out of the East. I don't know who I like. I. I I feel like the Suns are just such an overwhelming favorite that it's easy to pick them, but I don't know if I want to count out like a dark horse like Memphis yet. I, I, I mean, I know Phoenix is really good. Like, I don't know. They had to make it just win it all because I feel like they, they suffered last year. They've been there. I feel like, I don't know, like, if just, if you don't think about it much, they're the prohibitive favorite to win it all. Right. So I'll, I'd say Suns, but I don't want to – 
unequivocally say it's on the Jet, but I will say that on the East, I like the Celtics coming out of the Oh, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, if we're making picks, sure, why not? Um, I'll go with both three seeds. I'll go Bucks Warriors. Um, I got I really wow. again, if, if Seth Curry if Steph Curry is healthy. I really like the Warriors. Like the Warriors when the Warriors even when they turn them up, the they turn them up. Even over the Suns. And the, yeah, the, the Suns are so good. But I mean yeah. the the and again, like people forget, like the Suns were in the NBA finals, like I don't even know how many months ago. It's, we're in a pandemic, so I guess it was 10 but who knows um but yeah the suns were in the nba finals the last time there was an nba finals um and they were a really good basketball team um and they were up to nothing um so yeah like i don't want to completely discount the suns i just really like a re- like a loaded uh warriors team you know when Steph when, when steph's healthy you know clay is back um draymond's healthy jordan Poole's playing absolutely fantastic basketball and oh by the way they have another all-star andrew wiggins kind of hanging around as well um, they're a really good basketball team, so I'll, I'll go with the Sun, uh, the Warriors, and the Bucks in the finals. You said the first round is not very exciting. I will push back and say the first round of the NFL draft can be very exciting for the Philadelphia Eagles, who have two number one picks coming up in a couple of weeks. Mel Kiper Jr. had his mock draft, which we'll talk about in a second. But as you mentioned Four off the top, point oh, as you mentioned off the top, Eagles have 30 guys, or they can bring in 30 guys for pre-draft visits. We already got 15 of the guys in the Novacare complex to see what's going down. Those visits include Oregon defensive end, Kayvon Thibodeau. Is it Tip? Is it Thibodeau or Thibodeau? I don't want to, I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, I'll like, you know what? I'm going to correct myself later, but I'm pretty sure I've heard the majority of knowledgeable people say Thibodeau. Okay. So we're going Kayvon Thibodeau. Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati, both of deep, yeah, both uh, Georgia D tackles, Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt, uh, Penn State D uh, DE Arnold Ebikiti. I'm gonna pronounce. I want to butcher that for like two more weeks. Uh, Jamison Williams out of Alabama, and oh by the way, a quarterback by the name of Matt Corral from Ole Miss. And that is the way how you say that. Someone Matt Corral gave like a like a phonetic exercise on Matt Corral. Yes, so Matt Corral to Old Miss, like you said, no surprise the Eagles are interested in quarterbacks. By the way, the Eagles also called Liberty head coach Hugh Freeze and had a long discussion about one Malik F. Willis. Yeah, this goes, I think it was Albert Breer had a report a couple of weeks ago. This, man, the Eagles were sniffing this team around. needs psychiatric help for this for this obsession, man. Factory, man, quarterback factory. It's a factory. This will never. This will never stop until they. No, I'm telling you, this, this is them. <laughs> With but like this is Daryl Moore and James Harden, but the Sixers fix it <laughs> on like a position. They just let me ask QB. But I respect you. it. But, Thank you. I mean, Thank you. Like, I, I mean, at some point, does the other guy feel some sort of way, or is this just is this what comes with the territory? I'm gonna not answer your question by saying, <laughs> but no, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer, it, but not, but not answer it at the same time. Is this what comes with the territory? This is like the Northwest Territory. This is like, this is Siberia. Like, no team really does this. This is a lot. <laughs> that being said, should the, should, should the guy feel some sort of way? The answer is no, because we had this discussion with Carson Wentz. Like, you can't keep being threatened. You can't be threatened by somebody trying to take your job. You just got to go out there and, and play your game. That said, this is a whole lot of flirting. It's a lot. <laughs> Like, I know, I mean, like, this is like saying, like, I don't know, when you, like, in Vegas with your girl, and right. you, like, right. you know, at a, like, at the pool, and you're like, mm. yo, honey, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna grab some fruity, I'm, I'm gonna grab some drinks, like, I don't know, like, that's a good know, analogy, like, and then, but, like, like, it's not like you, like, left the complex, you're just at the tiki bar, like, you're at the bar, feet away, and yeah. then some, like, girls come over, like not even like I don't know like overly flirting. They're like, "Hey, what's up?" They're like, what's up? "Oh, hey, what's up, girls?" Like I don't know like, and then you strike up a conversation, and like you're not like trying to cheat. Like I don't know you're just no, trying, no, 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 like, no, no. friendly. Like, but you're just like, man, like I don't know like how y'all do. Where y'all from? Like I don't know. You oh, oh you were, oh you were the temple. I'm in the temple. That's crazy. <laughs> yes, yes, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, like I don't know like then like if they say, "Yo, you want to get in our picture?" You don't say no. It's not like you asked the like I don't know. It's not like you said, "Yo, let me grab my phone and right, take a right, picture." Right. Like you are, you're trying to 
like you're trying to flirt but able to sleep at night. Right, right. It's like, it's like, yo, yo, can you take a picture of us, you know, at the bar? Like, yeah, yeah you can take a picture or whatever like that. You know, whatever. It's like, all right, you know, like, yo, like, you mind if we buy you a shot? I was like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, like, yeah, that's cool. Like, you don't, you don't buy the shot. But if they yeah, buy yeah, you yeah, a yeah, shot, no, you're like, ah. Yeah, yeah, no, you're just being, you know. in, you're, you're being engaging enough where, right. like, I don't know, you, like, but, but you're not, in your mind, not crossing the line. Where exactly. you go back to, like, the cabana and be like, what's up, man? Here, yeah. Here's your margarita. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, that's a, that's a really good analogy. Point, but at some point, when you put yourself in that position too many times, you gotta slip. Wifey, wifey, wifey ain't gonna slip. like it. Wifey ain't gonna no, like it. And, no, and it's some no, and, and it's some, but I think I think this is where the analogy ends because we in a lot of trouble. No, but like I I mean like but this is where Jalen Hurts just needs to play better. Just just again. Whatever, whether you're Jalen Hurts, and again, quarterback's the, is the glamour position, so obviously it's going to look different. But whether you're Jalen Hurts, or whether you're Fletcher Cox looking at these defensive tackles they bring in, or whether you're, I don't know, Jalen Rager, <laughs> they bring in like 8,000 wide receivers. If you just play as well as you can, you can't worry about the other stuff. No, just play, as well. no, just play well. Keep your it's spot. Like the, it's like that clown-ass Baker Mayfield, just just, just whining like a big old baby. Like, I don't, hey, Baker, you know what? If Diggs sucked, they wouldn't have the trade for Deshaun Watson. How about those apples, pal? <laughs> yeah, so we got the Eagles pre-draft list as it stands right now. Um, Mel Kuyper, again, had his mock draft 4.0. His selections, number 15, Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. Number 18, Nicobe Dean, the inside linebacker out of Georgia. That's, that's pretty. That's as good as you're gonna get. Um, you I have no that. problem with that. I you have no problem that. with it. I might flip. I might go. Uh, I, I might go Jordan Davis, Chris Olave. Uh, but other than that, like I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm picking Harris or I'm pulling. No, but there, like, all right, so you're okay with any sort of combination of positions, players. I because I don't know if this year because there's. I feel like there are just. There's not separating many of these dudes, whether it's the receivers, whether Jameson, excuse me, Jameson Williams, Chris Olave, Garrett, maybe Garrett Wilson might be better, or like yeah. Traylon Burks. I don't feel that there's a lot of separation. So, and I think a lot of these guys are day one contributors, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, like I don't think I really don't think you can go wrong with any of those, those picks. You can go, yeah, those positions. I don't think Saul's Garner will be there, but I mean, if you want to go, if Stingley's there at 15, I'd probably go Stingley. Like, I, I what about McDonald? I know we don't want to draft any more Washington dudes, but what about the Washington cornerback role, McDuffie? Um, I again, I, I haven't, I haven't done, I haven't done the, the in-depth deep research. Although I did download, was it the Beast by Dane yes. Bugler from the yes. Athletic? I, I downloaded because that today. He is a beast. He is the beast incarnate of, of, of because you know what, man? I don't know. How, like, do you have to start working on that minute one after the 2022 draft? Yeah, no, you have to start immediately. Like, you like that's not something you put. That's not something you put together like at bowl season. <laughs> you, you, like, you got to work on that. So yeah, so yeah, so if you have, for those of you again, we are not a commercial radio station. However, for those of you who have a subscription to the Athletic, there's a very informative PDF out there um, about everything, everything you want to know. You'd yes. want to know the F five, the F five of, uh, of of draft prep by Dane Brugler. Absolutely right, and also our good friend uh, Emery Hunt, also a football game plan, um, F ball game plan on Twitter. He also has a draft guide as guide as well that I, I buy every year. So you definitely want to check that out really quick. Oh, and um, by the way, yes. sorry, uh, sorry to give another dude uh, some props. Jordan Reed, great okay. guy from ESPN. He did. I've never seen this before on ESPN. And shout out to Jordan Reed for doing. This. Because I think Mel was like, yeah, man, we got to get the young boy to do this because I ain't <laughs> doing a seven-round mock draft. He did a seven-round mock draft, baby. That's a, that's insanity. Uh, by the way, we have like 30 seconds left. I want you to take 25 of those seconds to apologize to Tiger Woods. <laughs> I was sorry that he would not putt well. Oh, wait, he didn't putt well. No, I, I mean, like, no, the fact he was out there is pretty remarkable, man. This dude almost died. Like, and that's not figurative. Literal. Like, so let's, like, I'll, and you know what? I'll ask you on the spot. Does Tiger Woods win another major in his career? Yes. You asked oh, the wrong geez. guy. Tiger Woods made the cut of Augusta, shot 78 Saturday and Sunday, uh, finished 47 three over. Scotty Scheffler, kudos to you for winning the Masters um, by three strokes. Yeah, does Tiger Woods win another major? I'm going to say yes because I'm a Tiger stand. Uh, but, no, but like you said, uh, just the fact that he's, he was out there. 
14 months after, you know, almost losing his life and shattering his leg in multiple places. Um, just a very, very amazing, amazing story. And Tiger Woods, the winner of the weekend, even though he didn't win the Masters. We will be back with you next weekend. By the time we were with you next weekend, there will be three games played in the Sixers uh, and Matisse series. will have played in two. In, in, no, in, in two of them, probably. Two of them. Hopefully, we are looking at at least a 2-1 lead, but we will discuss that next week on this show. Same bat time, same bat channel. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. deadline on oak street pile three welcome to the housing market i'm with redfin and i'm here to help i need to sell my house great redfin charges a one percent listing fee when you buy and sell with us which is more than half off the usual fee and saves you an average of eighty four hundred dollars oh wow is that all uh yep i'm kidding you had me at one percent want to win sell with redfin it's real estate done right bidding war at the offers counter in five minutes Average savings is Redfin refund plus 1% listing fee. Subject to minimums. Not available in all areas. Learn more at redfin.com.